my novel touches on everything else that I do. So of course it's fictional, but having gotten to know the publishing world as well as I have over the last five and a half years and kind of a crash course, intense college experience in publishing, which started with my own podcast. So fellow woman podcaster here, Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books, which I started in April of 2018. I got to know so much more than I ever dreamed of knowing. I have interviewed now about 1,600 authors, and I do seven episodes a week. I did three this morning. (laughs) I have one after this, trying to finish up. And I've learned a lot. I learned so much that I decided to start my own publishing company to counteract some of the complaints and structural issues with publishing today. So I've, I've now worn the publisher hat and the author hat and the media hat as the podcaster who gets pitched books all the time. And I'm an owner of a bookstore now in Santa Monica, California. Hey, everybody. I'm Julie, and welcome to Women with Cool Jobs. Each episode will feature women with unique, trailblazing, and innovative careers. We'll talk about how she got here, what life is like now, and actionable steps that you can take to go on a similar path or one that's all your own. This podcast is about empowering you. It's about empowering you to dream big and to be inspired. You'll hear from incredible women in a wide variety of fields, and hopefully some that you've never heard of before. Women who build robots and roadways, firefighters, C-suite professionals surrounded by men, social media mavens, entrepreneurs, and more. I'm so glad we get to go on this journey together. Hello, everybody. This is Julie, and welcome to another episode of Women with Cool Jobs. So I am so excited today to be here. You can probably tell that I'm a little bit under the weather, hence my voice is not what it normally is, but I was not about to let that stop me because I have such a cool guest for you today who has not one, not two, not three, but a plethora of cool jobs. Her name is Zibby Owens. And she is a podcaster. She started podcasting in 2018 with the podcast Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. She has 365 episodes per year, right? So one every day that she has released. And that has put her on a rocket ship to create a career out of her love of connecting people to books. And she now is a publisher at Zibby Books. She has 12 books a year in fiction and memoir that she releases. She is an author. She's been an author of a memoir, an anthology, a children's book with illustrator Holly Haddam. And if you have not heard that episode with Holly, she was on a previous episode of Women with Cool Jobs. So definitely go check that out. Um, She is now the author of her first fiction novel called Blank that comes out March 1st, 2024. She is the owner of Zibby's Bookshop in Santa Monica, California, and the CEO of Zibby Media. Oh my goodness, that is so many cool jobs. And I have been following along um, with Zibby and being part of her community for a few years. I've always really admired her and been inspired by all that she has done um, based on something that she is so passionate about. She has so much knowledge, like a huge 
depth and breadth of understanding of books. She's always loved books and um, it's clear in everything she does. And she's been able to build this epic career and have all these cool jobs because of it. And so I was just so excited to talk to Zibby. This is one of the shorter episodes because she fit me into her incredibly busy schedule in life. And I was so honored to be able to chat with her about, you know, everything from um, her being home as a stay-at-home mom to now having all these cool jobs to figuring out, like, how does she have time for all of these cool things that she's doing to, you know, the fact that she has a team. So we touch on a whole bunch of different things. And definitely, this is an episode, if you know anyone in your life who loves books who loves to read, who loves to write, this is an episode you are definitely going to want to share with them and have them check out. So please make sure you send it to at least one person who you know they would love this episode. And thank you so much for being here to listen to Women With Cool Jobs. It means so much to me. And I hope you had very, very happy holidays. I hope you had very special Thanksgiving with people you love and who love you. And I appreciate you being here. Now, enjoy this episode with me and Zibby. Thank you. All right. Well, Zibby Owens, thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited to have you on Women With Cool Jobs. <laughs> thank you. Thanks for having me. So you have a plethora of cool jobs, and we could probably talk about that for the whole 30 minutes. We are going to start out and talk about one of your newest things that you've done, which is writing a new novel. And this is like your first time writing a novel. So I I want to talk about, first of all, like before we get into the novel, how do you describe what you do? Because everything involves books and like creative writing and talking about writing and just like you created this world through what you've done and your love really of, of writing and um, people who write and people who read. So how would you talk about your job or jobs if you if you want to give us the overview? I say I founded a literary media company and I'm also an author and a podcaster and a mom of four and a publisher. <laughs> but you know. <laughs> <laughs> and of course like I'm going to go into much more depth in the intro and give some overview. But like I love even when I was looking at uh, all your cool jobs. I was like, I don't know which one to mention first because there's just so many things you've done. And talking about kind of, you've written this new novel that's coming out in March, 2024. And I was so happy I got to, I got the advance and I got to read it, which was such a fun book to read. And as a mom who doesn't have time to read books, I appreciated that it was a super easy read um, and a super quick read and a fun read. So let's start out and you can just tell us like, what was it like? You've written a children's book. You've written a memoir. You've written or like put together, I guess would maybe be the right words, put together the anthology. And now you have this novel. So you've also been a writer, but you've written so many different things, some different types of things that many authors maybe don't get to put their hands into all these different places and spaces. So how is that to now be writing this novel? And then do you want to give us like a little quick overview of what it's about? Sure. Well, it's very exciting. 
to finally have a novel coming out because I've wanted to publish a novel since my first short story collection came out as published by my grandfather when I was 10. So I've been trying to write a novel ever since. I've written many novels, all of which are in a back cabinet over there, never to be unearthed. Um, so I'm excited. I'm also, my, my novel touches on everything else that I do. So of course it's fictional, but having gotten to know the publishing world as well as I have over the last five and a half years and kind of a crash course, intense college experience in publishing, which started with my own podcast. So fellow woman podcaster here, moms don't have time to read books, which I started in April of 2018. I got to know so much more than I ever dreamed of knowing. I I have interviewed now about 1600 authors and I do seven episodes a week. I did three this morning. <laughs> I have one after this, <laughs> trying to finish up. And I've learned a lot. I learned so much that I decided to start my own publishing company to counteract some of the complaints and structural issues with publishing today. So I've, I've now worn the publisher hat and the author hat and the media hat as the podcaster who gets pitched books all the time. And I'm an owner of a bookstore now in Santa Monica, California. So I also am a buyer and I've seen so many different aspects of publishing and author life and the career of being an author. So I'm glad, even though my younger self would not have believed me, I'm glad that my prior attempts at writing novels were rejected because now it's coming out. It's such a different time in my life. I tried to sell a novel at age 27 and that would have been a far different experience from now where I am in this industry and I know the pros and cons and, and all the rest. So I think the timing is good in terms of awareness. I am aware and acknowledging how hard it is to break out a book I'm also aware that every single reader is incredibly important. I think when I started out, I this isn't even answering your question, but I think when I started out, the goal was like, <clears throat> oh, I want to sell millions of copies and be one of those authors who's like towering the bestseller list from now till kingdom come. And that's not a reasonable goal and it's not attainable and it's not even the point. So for me, the reason I have built this whole media company is to deepen the connections between authors and readers and each other. And by putting my own novel into the mix, I'm doing that. And I'm grateful for every single read. I'm grateful for every email, every DM, every conversation I have. The meaning for me is not in numbers anymore, but quality versus quantity, so to speak. I built up my Instagram with a lot of really wonderful people. I feel like I have a real community that I've built. And I appreciate everyone. So yes, I'm coming at it a different way. A quick synopsis of the book and sorry for rambling. Um, totally okay. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, when I host, I'm like, oh, thank God you're rambling. I don't have to think of something. Next. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It depends on the guest. But the book is about a woman named Pippa Jones. It takes place over six days in LA. She's a mom and a best-selling author who had a book come out to much acclaim several years back Had and almost finished her second book only to find out that the biggest deal author in the country had the same book plot and title. So she had to toss her book in the garbage and couldn't come up with something else. She finds out on a Monday that her book is due by Friday or she'll have to repay her advance, which has already been spent turning her pantry into a an office. And 
She keeps staring at the blank page only to have her son suggest, well, why don't you hand it in blank? And that idea uh, is the jumping off point for the rest of the crazy week that she has both professionally and personally. It touches on being a busy, overwhelmed mom. It touches on balancing career and love and motherhood and daughterhood and all the things that so many of us do on a day-to-day basis. It's a commentary on the publishing industry. Uh, I hope that readers come away with more of an understanding of how they are being fed books and a more critical look at that. And if they want to consume what is being fed to them, or if they want to venture more offshore and try other books that maybe haven't been getting as much attention, but are fabulous, which is my hope. And I hope that readers see themselves in it and most of all, just escape and laugh and have a couple of fun hours where they don't have to think about anything else that's bothering them. Yeah, thank you. That was, I loved the first part. And then I loved you sharing what your book was about. And to your point and why you kind of got involved in all this, I think one of the reasons that I've become part of your community and just love following along with what you do is not only did you start from your love of books, and I've seen some interviews and other things where you're just like having encyclopedic knowledge, basically, mm-hmm. of, of, I mean, just a plethora, I mean, just like a huge amount of books. And it's so clear that you love doing what you're doing, but the fact that you've been able to build a career from it and then do so many different things, so many different cool jobs really from it. And then also the fact that I personally love that like you did it after you were home with your kids. And I think that also is so powerful because I saw something where you talk about basically like all that brain power does not go away because sometimes it's like when you're home talking with this little tiny human or not talk, you're talking to them and they can't talk back, right? And they're just they're just saying inexplicable words that only their parents or those close to them really understand. It's like your whole world is involved in them. And that it, it's like you've gotten to this place where you were home with your kids and then you were do you were able to start something that just turned into something so magical. But based on, I really from what I've seen is like such a true passion. Yes. Um and mm-hmm. and like a fire in you. So I, I just it like, is. I love that. It is a passion. It is a fire. I love books. I have always loved books. My last memoir was sort of how I use books to get me through all the hard times in life and the happy times. And I am so, so grateful for books. And I talk about this often, but I mean it. I mean, I, sometimes I get tired of all the prep for the podcast and everything. And I'm like, Oh, I just don't want to do anything. And so then I still read, you know what I mean? Like it's, it is my greatest pleasure. It really is. And maybe I cheat on myself by reading something that isn't coming up the following week. Like I was just packing for a trip and I was like, I'm going to bring the books for next week, but I'm also going to sneak in an April book because I really want to read it. So yeah, I, I have such respect for authors. I am over the moon joyous that I have become one because it's been a lifelong dream. And um, yeah, it's, I was home for 11 years with my kids. I have four kids and I really felt like I missed the boat that all my friends from business school and different walks of life had all just jumped on a career train that I had missed because I stayed home and that that was it, that I could never catch up. And not that it's a race, they're my dear friends, but I I was sad about that. I wanted to contribute to the world and use my brain and be busy. I really enjoy working really hard. I've had to come to terms with that, (laughs) especially with my husband. I'm trying to get him to understand. He's like, you just like being stressed and busy. And I'm like, turns out I do. 
that's my <laughs> that's my natural happy state when I'm not totally stressed or when I'm not overwhelmed I get depressed so I need to keep going to offset that and I am so excited because my kids now are at the age where they are fully aware of what I'm doing. They've been along for the ride. They're so excited for me. They all want me to write my next book for them. And I've inspired them. They're fighting over who's going to get the bookstore when I die. So, you know, it's, um, <laughs> it's a joy. I ran into a woman last night at a book reading I did at the New York Public Library with our, our December author, Emma Gray, who wrote The Last Love Note. And this woman came up to me and she's like, my kids are, I think she said four, six, and eight or three, six, and eight. She's like, I really want to write, but I don't have time and I'm trying so hard. And I just wanted to be like, it's okay. You're going to be through this in like five years. They'll all be in school. And it doesn't feel any better when you're in it, but she's going to get there. And I was like, listen, five or 10 years, you're going to be, have, you're going to have a book come out and just like know that that's in the future. So I appreciate that. I think, I, I think that's like as as a mom who's in it because my my youngest <laughs> is one and a half and my oldest is eight. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So oh it's like, gosh. yeah, it's like you know, there's like all these things I want to do, but realistically, right? Like you're just in the time and place where I am. They're not all going to happen right now. And some of the things that I want to do, right? Like this, having this conversation with you is so amazing. So it's like I'm making some of them happen. I I want to ask you, like, do you from all the cool jobs that you have, like, and it all started really with this podcast. And now you've done, I mean, just like some epic number, like you said, what, 1600 interviews. I was looking and I, it's so incredible that you even do one a day. I don't know how you manage, <laughs> but with because you've had all these really beautiful conversations with people, you've met people in real life. I know I was like, you know, I read like a bit of your memoir. I didn't have time to read the whole thing before this interview, but I I know like you started out as a kid who really was like so quiet, right? And like you had social anxiety and then now you are in all these amazing places and like you've opened a bookstore and you're on the media. And I'm just curious, like, did you ever picture... <laughs> you know, like kind of what you're doing now? Like, do you feel like you're in your happy place now? Like this is sort of where you were meant to be I, because you've had there's so many different things that have led to now. I do feel like I'm in my happy place. A lot of things have hundred percent led to now. Yeah. It's, it's, some, I often, like, if a week goes by and I don't comment on how crazy it all is, then I didn't mean for this all to explode the way it has. I'm delighted that it has. I literally at the beginning thought, okay, well, maybe one day I'll get more than 82 listeners for my podcast. <laughs> maybe. Okay, wait, I think I broke 100. That was like a big week, you know? And now it's been downloaded millions of times, like, I don't know, 13 million times. I'm like, that's crazy. This is all crazy. And it's, you know, I work really, really hard. I work all the time. I have a great team. We have about 20 people full-time, plus I have my bookstore team. So it's not that I'm doing this alone. That's been its own challenge, sort of having the team grow as the company grows so quickly has been its own animal. Um, but I, I really adore the women I work with. And yeah, it's been crazy. It's just been crazy. But I'm very grateful. Very, very grateful. Uh, I mean, you've done like you've just done so many things. And and I 
I think it's interesting that you mentioned that you love to be ultra busy and just like running around because I see that and I'm like, how is she everywhere? Like you're in California and then you're in New York and then you're like, you were just in Miami and I'm like, how does she do this with like a family and, you know, a business and all this stuff? And I'm curious, like, how do you, I mean, is it your passion that you can't not do it basically? Like, I'm just curious because I know sometimes for me, I, I, I'm asking this more as a selfish, like curiosity for myself is like, I can't not do the podcast. Like, I just love it too, too much. I'm always like finding women. Like I'm on my phone in the middle of the night or I'll be watching something or I'll be listening to a podcast and I'm like, oh my gosh. So is that kind of like, can you just not, you can't stop yourself from doing all these things because you're just so much in your heart? Yeah, I love it. I I love it. I'm always now thinking of new things. I have like 20 new things I want to do next year. Things keep unfolding. I know my husband sort of said that this is the way his life worked. And I was making fun of him because he wanted to switch careers. And he's like, no, things for me just unfold organically. And I'm like, that is not the way it works. Like you have to put a goal in place and make a resume and like do all the things, all the steps. And he's like, that's just not how it works for me. And he's right. It's not. He now is a movie producer. I'm like, that was so unlikely. Uh, But what I'm finding with this whole journey is I don't have a five-year plan. I still don't have one. I am listening to the, like the sensors that I have. What is that science word? I, that science was not my best class, but there is, there are these like, like cilia or whatever, these little things, tentacles almost that feel what's coming next. Like they're out there in front and always feeling. And I feel like that's how I am. Like I have things that I can tell are the next thing. And then next thing you know, I'm getting a logo made and it's a business. And I'm like, Oh, look at that. We started that business or things that I keep thinking about over and over again that I want to do that won't leave me alone. So I'm like, okay, well, at some point we're going to get a truck with my logo on it and move books all around. At some point, I really, you know, I just, all these things. So I'm very in the weeds on all of it. And that's the part that I think people might be surprised at how many of the things I do, whether it's like my own, like designing Canva things or coming up with ideas and then I just do it. You know, I'm like, I think I want to do this on Monday. Boom. And then like, you know, an hour later I have a paperless post out and 50 people coming over and I'm like, why not? So I, and I can be too impulsive. That's for sure. But I have so much excitement. I'm just like so excited and I know it can all end. I know life can end. And there was that week a few weeks ago and I was like, oh, okay, so I'm probably going to die on Friday. There's probably going to be this big attack and maybe this is my last week, but you know what? I'm still going to hop in the car and go to pickup and <laughs> take my kids to acting or do whatever because yeah. it's a Wednesday. So yeah, it is what it is. Seize the day. Yeah. And like, based on that, do you feel like you are really an action taker now like it sounds like you kind of like you have an idea and almost going back to not having a five-year plan it's almost like you're like let's just see what happens let's just try it out and go for it is that kind of your way of doing things or I believe in testing so I believe in starting things small that don't take a lot of resources or capital to invest you know, if it's a website it's you know if it's just an Instagram account which is free it's like I like to test even with my next novel, for instance, I like to get a lot of feedback on what I'm doing and then test it in small ways and see what the 
feedback is there are plenty of things I've started over the last couple of years that have not taken off. And so I stop or they've been good, but I realize I'm not that passionate about it and I'm not the right person to be doing it. If you're not like over the moon passionate, then like someone else is, let them do what you're trying to do. Yeah. I love that. I'm curious too, like for where you are now, how do you like, you know, just sort of on a day-to-day or week-to-week, like how do you manage kind of from the cool jobs perspective, what it is that you're meant to be doing when and getting where you're supposed to be getting? Like, how do you keep all of that straight? I don't know. I think a lot of it has to do with my, I don't know. I I just, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, as I said, I have, you know, I have teams like, so Anne Massetti runs our publishing business. She is a genius. She is amazing. She ran vintage and anchor. She'll lead the ship where I know we need to go. Right. So sales conference, time to get ready for sales conference. Okay. Let's work on that. And so she helps a lot. Not that I don't, I mean, we all do a ton for everything. Um, but you know, this morning I was emailing all the authors and, you know, I, I just do things and, I, I don't know how I keep it. I wish I had a better answer. I don't know how I have meetings. I have regular meetings in my calendar about all the different divisions. Um, so, and then my emails, I just, I'm very responsive. And then I add things to the mix and then I'm responsive to all the details. I like decided to have an event January 20th in New York. Why don't I invite all the people who have been in part of my book club. Why don't I invite all the Zippy Books authors and then open it up to the public and have like a really fun day? Why not? And now I'm doing it. So I put it and I couldn't even wait for my web developer guy to do it. I was like, I know how to do this in Squarespace. I'm going to put it up on my random personal website. <laughs> and like, But now, you know, we're almost sold out of that and that's going to be a really fun day. And I'm, I don't think like what's going to come of this. I'm just like, I know this is going to be fun and let's see what happens. I love that. I think there's, there's like so much magic to that. Just like the ability to be able to not only think of something, but like put all the pieces together and just like go on faith in like your energy that this is going to be something really awesome. And that hopefully people will be really accept, uh, receptive to, and really excited about, Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, that's really cool. I, yeah, I wish if you think of more details, you're going to have to like email me or something about how you, <laughs> how you go about the, you know, managing everything, because that's something I always wonder, you know, it's just like you have all these different facets of what you're doing all leading back to your love of books, but they are, some of them are so different from others. Like the podcasting, having conversations and kind of like holding space for people, having a physical bookstore, having physical events where people go, you know, and then having publishing books. Yeah. I wish I, I don't know much about that world, but I'm just imagining it has its own entity and things that go along with it. I think it's just figuring out everything that has to be done in a given day and a given week and putting out fires and tending to what's most important. I have, you know, on a tactical level, I have different inboxes. So one is for my kids, one, you know, that's the email I use when I do my mom stuff. I have an email for podcast pitches more, more or less. I have a, one for the publishing company and one for the bookstore. So at least I have those four areas sort of sectioned out. And I, again, it's, it's with my calendar. I put the podcast on the calendar. I know when I need to, 
And then I I just use all my time. I'm divorced and remarried and two of my kids are in boarding school and the other two go to my ex every other weekend. So I do have these big chunks of time. Although I have to say it was with my kids the other night where it's often Sunday nights or random late nights close to bedtime where I'm going through all the books that I've been sent for the podcast and reorganizing and I just feel it when it needs to be done. Every so often I get sick or something terrible happens and I'm sad or I get knocked off my rhythm and I'm like, oh my God, how was I doing all that? How could I ever do that again? I have no idea. But then somehow I just like jump back up eventually and get back into it. And I don't know why. I'm not the only one in my family like this. So we're all like very entrepreneurial. No one needs a lot of sleep, you know, we're just you know, my dad is in his mid seventies and has more energy than I do. He's out dancing and stuff. Like I don't do that. I go to bed early, you know? So even my uncles, they get like four hours of sleep and they're fine. So wow. I don't know. I just, it's, I guess it's a mix of genetic and um, motivation and um, passion and all the things. And, I and just it. that I feel like I am literally doing what I was put on this earth to do. Like, I really believe that strongly that I find so much purpose and meaning from what I'm creating. And it's what I've always wanted to do is give back like this, make a difference. You know, in business school, our whole tagline was like educating leaders to make a difference in the world. And I'm like, well, how am I going to do that? I really just, I don't know. How am I going to do that? And I feel like I'm finally doing that. And it's not, <clears throat> you know, I'm not solving world hunger or anything, but I feel good about the the connections that I'm putting out into the world and creating. And so I keep doing it. Yeah. I, I mean, I love that. And I think it also is very, it, it makes me happy hearing that because that's how I really feel about like what I'm doing. It just feels like it's like my happy place. So, mm -hmm. so it's so inspiring. And I, I love like you put so, I mean, there was like so many great things, but one of the quotes, I just wanted to read it real quick before we yeah, wrap yeah, yeah. up. Of course. Um, and this was, I thought it was so interesting that you had this in your book because I felt like this maybe summarized like how you felt in general from blank from your new book coming out. Um, but you said, I want people to start reading all different kinds of books, not just the ones on the bestseller list. I want aspiring authors to know that when they toil over a manuscript for years and finally get a book deal, people will find their book. I want to give authors some breathing room so they don't have to be full-time marketing machines. Yeah, and I meant all that. I, I had a feeling like it seemed like it just was like this very clear message of like, it goes back to why you're doing what you're doing is just to like show the world how many beautiful books are in the world. And like, mm -hmm. you know, we can all choose something to help us get through a moment or like to take us out of a moment or to make us feel good, like whatever, yeah. whatever we want to feel. So thank you so much for being here. Will thank you... you Will you share like where can people find you? Where can they get your book that's coming out next year when it does come out? And um, tell us all the ways we can connect. Thank you. Blank is available for pre-order anywhere you buy books. So you can pre-order it today. It's Blank by Zibby Owens. Follow me on Instagram and that will lead you everywhere else at Zibby Owens, Z-I-B-B-Y-O-W-E-N-S. And go to zibbymedia.com. And that's where you can check out everything that we have going on. You can join a bunch of our different newsletters from the Zibby Media Minute to joining our book club to the bookstore if you're in California and my own Substack where I publish weekly essays when I can most, most weeks on Substack. So those are the best places to find me. And I really appreciate your opening up your platform to talk to me today. Thank you so much. It was such a pleasure to be. 
Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to Women With Cool Jobs. I'll be releasing a new episode every two weeks, so make sure you hit that subscribe button. And if you loved the show, please give me a five-star rating. Also, it would mean so much if you shared this episode with someone you think would love it or would find it inspirational. And lastly, do you have ideas for future shows or do you know any rock star women with cool jobs? I would love to hear from you. You can email me at julie at womenwithcooljobs.com or you can find me on Instagram at womencooljobs. Again, that's womencooljobs. Thank you so much for listening and have an incredible day.